Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. You see me fixing my hair, it's because this camera be trying to play me. I'll be like, why didn't the camera tell me my hair was sticking up? But anyways, <laughs> what's up, y'all? Tonight is Sunday service, so I'll try to keep this message quick and brief. But I want to touch on what is in your hand. That is the question for tonight's Sunday service. What is in your hand? And what I mean by that is there is something that is in your vicinity, in your space, in your hand at this moment that needs your attention. I made a post uh, sometime this week on my femininity page where I... I, I talked about in the meantime, there's something in your hand that needs your attention. Don't let it go unnoticed. And that's something that God has spoke to me personally. <laughs> um, I, I definitely have went through a season and I think I've spent majority of like my career, even in undergrad, always chasing the next thing. People who know me personally know I am nothing short of an achiever like I will go for things I will go for I don't necessarily go for accolades but they come with the things that I have pursued and I get those things and I'm very <laughs> relentless in the pursuit of my goals and I love that about me while at the same time I've had to learn that things do come in seasons Everything doesn't come at the same time. And when I look back at a lot of what I've achieved, especially before the past two years, I was pursuing it out of anxiety. I was pursuing it and I had a great level of sometimes I even thought I was depressed. If I look up what that is and what people feel like during that time, because there were times where I had achieved so much. But yet I was going home, I was sad, I was crying. Like I think people on the outside were more happy about what I was doing than I could be. And I really didn't understand that. And I think most of it is because I didn't allow myself to be fully present with what was going on. Like when I was in it, when I was pursuing it, I spent so much time thinking I was unworthy of even the opportunity. And then when I got it, when I was crowned, when I was given the scholarship, when I was given the opportunity and when I was doing it again, I was so worried that somebody was going to like pull the curtains back and be like, psych. <laughs> and it was just all going to fall apart. Like it was always like I was waiting on that shoe to drop and it never did. So I didn't get to enjoy it. And then I was already in the midst of that kind of focused on the next thing because I always had this urge to to keep going like it could stop at any time and I think what finally slowed me down it's been a couple of things firstly it can be heartbreak but something that I always kind of reference with my friend I've talked about this in a very early episode is that uh one of my first years at the university I work at now, I held a scholarship showcase because I was teaching hip hop and I wanted this big show. 
And so I was still like in this proving mode because some of the colleagues that I work with, some of them didn't want to write me my recommendation letter for NYU. So I had graduated, graduated top of my class. Like I still had the energy of feeling like I had something to prove. Um, and it had nothing to do with them really when I look at it, but just, you know, my own insecurities leading me from one thing to the next. And so I think I put on this showcase with good intent, uh, but it was out of the wrong energy and I was trying to move faster and do it at a bigger scale that I just wasn't on that level to do. So I was offering a $1,500 scholarship and of course we had donations and whatnot. And uh, I was really relying on the success of the event, like ticket sales and our raffles, which on the day of event didn't go as well. And so I had promised this scholarship to a high school student who was graduating to go off to California and they were really dependent on this scholarship and it didn't come through. You know, I will end up being saved um, and I'll give more context of this story in a later episode when I can break it down. But I end up being saved by my department chair. And to this day, I'm so grateful for him because he was like, I'll take care of it. And he wrote a check so that she could have her scholarship. But I was devastated. I was embarrassed. Um, I feel like that was a very poor reflection of what I wanted to represent. Like, here I am promising this scholarship that she really depended on because her mom didn't have the money, you know, that she needed for the registration and whatnot. And here I was, I had promised this big thing and it couldn't fall through because I knew nothing about fundraising. I knew nothing about putting on a whole event to the level in which I was trying to put it on. But in the midst of it starting small, I just felt like it needed to be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And even while I was working, I felt like I was always working out of anxiety. Like this gotta happen. This has to happen like this. And it has to, you know, come into fruition in this way. And when that fell, I remember talking to uh, the student's mom and she was crying. She was like, I just don't understand why you would do this. I don't understand why you would promise something like this and it not come through. Like, what are you trying to do? Was this a joke? And I didn't have nothing to say, you know, like I did. I felt like a fraud and it was like all of my worst nightmares had come true. And it took me a long time to really forgive myself for that and to move forward. Um, but to this day, it's still something that I always keep at the back of my mind of why I think it's important for me to slow down and be okay with the level that I'm on. Um, and that's kind of what has started me when I was subbing or when I would go to certain schools or even where I work now, before I got my camera that I have, I would start doing videos on my phone because at first I felt like, well, I need to hire such and such to do this video and edit it to make it look good. And I would always hear a still small voice say, what's in your hand? Use your phone, use that editing app and just build with what you have. And that's become a concurring theme with me because I always find myself with a lot on my plate, like with a whole lot on my plate. And um, 
because of that, sometimes I can feel when I'm getting anxious and I feel like I need to do 10 more million things and then I'll have to draw back and I say, okay, Whitley, if you don't know the the B, C, D, E, F stage, what is step A? And just take that and then trust that the next step will be revealed and then do that next step very well and then trust that that next step will be revealed and you'll be able to do that step very well. And that's what I've kind of allowed myself to do. And I thought this message was important today because I find myself in that space right now. Um, The camera that I actually have was I I got to purchase it because I was awarded a grant for this school year. I applied for a grant last year that was for this school year, and it's an innovative teacher grant that's uh, given through our district, but it's, it's it's a league who does it, and they give it to teachers within my specific district. And so I applied, and usually dance teachers don't apply but I feel like I could apply. I had a great project. I still have a great project and I have, and I proposed it and we're about to start on it. Once I get back to school this week and it's going to be like a three and three and a half, four month project. And I've been anxious about it because even though I wrote it up, there are like logistics that are so unknown to me. And I have this image in my head that I want the project to be good. I want it to, I guess be what I think people will expect from what they, from what I wrote or from what I proposed. And then once I have that thought, I get super nervous. Like maybe I, you know, ask for too much. Maybe this isn't going to be all it's cracked up to be. And I feel myself going on this rant and then I'm thinking about all this cheer and dance stuff I got to propose and just all of these things. And then my mind just starts swirling and swirling and swirling. And I feel myself going on this whirlwind of feeling incompetent or feeling like I'm not doing enough and I need to do more. And I just had to tell myself, Willie, stop. Like you have a lot on your plate right now, but what's most important? What do you need to prioritize? What do you need to give your attention to most? And if you don't know, again, if you don't know step B, C, D, E, F, what does step A look like? And then trust that it'll unfold the same way that it's always unfolded when you were just doing something out of fun, out of having fun. And one of the things that I did this past week while I was at this conference, if you've been watching is if you've ever been to conferences that are aligned like with your profession, um, because there are a lot of professional organizations for every type of profession. Like there are conferences for lawyers and professional groups. There are conferences for hairstylists and stuff. And so going to conferences are really great ways to meet people in your industry, like whether it's in your state or whether in the nation, depending on, uh, where the organization is based. It's also a great way to just kind of re reimagine how you've been doing some of the same things. It's a great way to get new ideas. And sometimes you'll hear like one thing that'll make you just want to transform how you've been approaching something, not even that the actual 
way you've been doing this wrong, but maybe the way you want to approach it or even the energy in which you've been approaching it. And that's the rejuvenation I had this weekend where I was like, Whitley, you be too hard on yourself. And because of that, you can be going ham on some of these students and sometimes it's just about them having fun. Same way when you were subbing and you would come in this classroom, it was just about the fun of it. And out of the fun of it came something amazing, but you weren't so attached to how it had to come out or how it had to happen. And I was in this one lecture class and there was this woman, she was an educator for about 20 years. She had did high school, but she was currently in middle school and she was just showing us all these little projects she had done with her students. And I'm like, wow, like, I know my students would love that. We probably couldn't produce it in the same way. But the energy that I got from her is she's just having fun. She's just really about the experience. And then I asked a question about grading. And she was like, oh, these aren't things I grade. I just wanted them to have the experience because we had talked about it. We had studied it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, and it and it's something I think about all the time. But if you've ever been in public education, no matter what you teach, sometimes it's easy to get caught up in like the other demands. Even as a dance teacher, it's easy to get caught up in the other demands that like your position or being a, a school teacher in a public school requires of you that even on a collegiate level, I just don't have like I have a lot more freedom to just dance and create and really I have that freedom you know in my current position but sometimes I think I put undue pressure on myself because I start thinking about all of these other things and all of these criteria that really in the long run doesn't matter like my why for dancing is because when I started dancing it was an escape it was a release it was for me to have fun and I can't even really tell you why I've continued to pursue it as a career. I just felt led to do it and I feel a purpose in it. And sometimes I'm still discovering what that why is. But the underlying thing is that when I'm working with students or kids, I want them to be able to experience that same sense of it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be you know, you can just express yourself. This is a place that's safe. This is a place where you can explore. This is a place where we can do it and then redo it and redo it. And it's never quite finished. It's always in process. But at some point there is a product and even that product can still be in process and how that's like a metaphor of life. And yeah, I've just been reflecting and realizing, okay, well, how can I bring that energy back into my own classroom and not so much worry about so many end goals and so many things that I want to do in the future? Like it's already written what the end goal of this year is. It's already written what the end goal of the time that I said I want to spend in this position is. Now let it go and trust that everything that's on my path now is leading me to that. Now, I don't want y'all to get caught up in my story, but I'm sharing with y'all my thought process and the things that I've been doing so that you can reflect on your own experience. I want you and I invite you 
to think about what you've been praying about most. Like what's one of those prayers like it hasn't come into fruition yet, but it's like this is something that means a lot to me. And I'm not talking about God, help me pay my rent card note, like not those prayers, but that prayer that has to do like with a life goal, like with the lifestyle that you want to live or the relationship you want to bring into your life or the opportunity that you want or the fulfillment you want to feel. Think about that prayer. Or if you haven't asked for it, ask for it. But think about if you have asked for it. And then once you have that in your mind, think about, look at, stop and think about and look at and observe in what way are you living an aspect of that prayer? Whether you're in the seed of it, whether you're, you're like in the gestation period of it, like there is an element of that prayer being answered where you are, even if it's a little bit far off, even if it's a little bit far off. Like even as I say that there are about three different main prayers that I'm like, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the gestation period of the prayer that I've been praying And the gestation period for me is that the seed has already been planted, but then I'm doing the work of what it will look like if I was in that space. Everything just hasn't manifested yet. And so I want you to do the same thing, because I think when we do that and we stop to be present with where we are, it allows us, one, to be grateful for where we are, but it allows us, two, to be patient and to really give our full attention to this season because we understand that we don't want to skip steps. We want to be able to maximize this season because when the next season comes, we're going to need the work of this season to build on the next one and then to build on the next one. And then when that full manifestation comes, it's like, wow, like look how who I've become. Look at all the work I've done. Look at everything that led to this moment you can even you know that's true because you can look at where you are now and think about past moments and make connections how things from your past got you to where you are like I can look at so many things in my dance path that it's like man I didn't expect that to lead to that to lead to this to lead to this moment like, I thought I wanted to go to that school. I thought I wanted to try out for that team. And then when it didn't work out, it led me here, which led me here, which led me here. And so this moment is no different. But if we're being too anxious, looking at people on Instagram, wanting our manifestations to line up with theirs, we're looking outside of ourselves and we're not really focused on what's in our hand to do, we'll miss how we're supposed to maximize this level. We'll miss whatever we need to give our attention to here, whether it's our healing, whether it's our relationships, whether it's focusing on things that just have to do with us, whether it's giving more attention to the relationships and the, the work that's right in front of us, like we're going to miss it. And I know for one, for two and for three, I don't want to miss a thing because I know I'm asking for a large order in a tall cup. 
and I want to have the appetite to be able to fully enjoy it when it does get to that moment. Because the thing is, when it does get to that moment, I'm going to already be asking for more. And so I don't want to ever spend my life. I don't want to look back and wish like, man, I wish I would have been more present in that season. I wish I would have enjoyed that time more. I wish I would have laughed more. I wish I would have enjoyed that single season more. I wish I would have enjoyed my students at that stage more. I wish I would have asked more questions. I wish I would have been more available in that time. I wish I would have just said yes to that date. I wish I would have, you know, I don't want to do that because there are things, there are just moments in my past already that I felt that way. Like, man, I wish I wasn't so worried during that time. Like, I wish I would have just really enjoyed that moment because that was my moment. I earned that. I wish I would have spoke with more confidence, not for people to think I'm confident, but I wish I would have felt that confidence that people probably felt off of me. And I wish I would have stood up for myself in that moment and not been afraid to speak what I wanted to speak because... I just would have spoke up sooner. Like there are moments that I have like that. And even though I don't have any regrets, I don't want to move forward anymore. Looking back, wishing I would have maximized the moment that I'm in right now. And so I just want to bring this conversation to you because you might be in that same space of where sometimes you're getting frustrated or doubtful or getting anxiety about the future When God is saying, your moment is now, your prayer is already answered. It's already in the manifestation process, but I need you to focus on the now. I need you to maximize what I've put in your hand, what I've put right on your plate right now. Put your hands to that and let me handle the rest. So I love y'all so much. That's what I have for you. Um, The question for today was, what is in your hand? it is a whole lot. I love y'all so much and I'll see you on the next one.